Hey everyone, this is Dewana and welcome to All That and Then Some with Dewana. Um, I've taken a little sabbatical again. I don't know why, I can't really give you a reason. I got a lot of things going on in my life right now. But I decided to switch up my podcast and I'm going to be reading excerpts from my blog. And in the midst of reading, I'll probably stop and tell a little more story about what I'm talking about in the um, actual blog post. Um, my blog post is on wordpress.com. Uh, you can go to nahh0810.blog and I'll pull up all that and then some with Dewana. Um But today is the six year, I don't know if you say anniversary. I don't know what you say when this, when something like this happens, but six years ago today, I lost my cousin Ian Dwayne. He was only about to turn 25 years old, and um, I loved him. I loved him a lot. He was my boy. He was the one person I had that I knew had me, even when I didn't have myself. He had me wholeheartedly. He had me. So back on the 14th of February, I had written um, something about him. And on Valentine's Day, and the name of it was Happy Valentine's Day, Ian. So I'm going to read from that, and I might stop and tell little stories and tidbits about them um, in the intervals, okay? So here goes. Remember, I wrote this back in February, and now today is the day. It would be six years this June that you have been gone, and it doesn't get any easier. It is Valentine's Day, and although I've never been one to celebrate this holiday and all the hoopla that surrounds it, I sure wish you were here to celebrate it with me. You've only visited me and my dreams a few times over the years since you've been gone, but when you do, it's always right on time. Tuesday night, I had a mini breakdown, worried about my son and his life endeavors, felt the world on my shoulders, but after I prayed, I remember something you said to me a few months before you died. I remember the day I was home drunk and you called me. You were telling me it's okay to drink a little, but I had to get it under control. I was all my kids had. They needed me, especially Jabri. Instead of holding stuff in, I had to let it out, open up to others, because you weren't always going to be here. I told you to shut up, because never in my wildest dreams would I think you'd be gone. Sidebar. I do remember this day like it was yesterday. He called me up, and I was drunk, you know. I used to be a stone-cold alcoholic. And he was like, you know what, Dewana? It's okay to drink, but you drink, like, to get drunk. And I'm not always going to be here. And I just remember saying to him, like, where are you going to be at? Like, there's nowhere else you're going to be. And, you know, I don't like talking to a whole bunch of people. I don't like being around a whole bunch of people. You're my person. You know how on Grey's Anatomy, um, Meredith had her best friend, and then she left, and now she got Karev, and that's her person. You know, Ian was my person. He was there for me regardless. If nobody else was there for me, he had me. You know what I mean? So I remember that conversation because once he died, it came back to me like I felt like he was giving me, even if he didn't know he was going to die, he was giving me subtle hints, you know, even in the subconscious that I'm not always going to be around to catch you when you fall. You've got to learn to open up to others and be unashamed and being, um, and being um, vulnerable 
to other people. And that was something very hard for me to do when he was here. Okay, now back to the story. The first time you showed up in my dream, you were sitting by a lake. You looked so happy. I swear you had a fedora on. You never talked to me, nor did I talk to you, but just seeing you was enough. Everyone else had a dream and not me, and I couldn't I could never understand why. I always say I've never had a man in my life that's pushed me when I didn't want to be pushed. That's something in me that I could never see. That loved me with all my flaws and never judged me. Just loved me. I was wrong. You are that man to me. Whether I was living good or living bad, you come see about me. When I wasn't the best, you made me feel better. Since you were a baby, we had a bond. The 13-year difference didn't mean a thing, because you had an old soul. The older you got, the closer we got. I got you out of some jams, and you surely got me out of even more. We fought, and I still don't believe that black eye. Did, that black eye. I deserve it, though. I did have a knife. <laughs> we've laughed. We've cried. We've shared things with each other that we never did with anyone else. You had my back, and I had yours. So... He gave me a black eye. Yes, he did. But, you know, in his defense, I did run after him with a knife and I was stone cold drunk. I ran up this hill like, I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut you. And he was like, you're going to do no such thing. And like he said, pat, pat. And I was like, you punched me in my face. Now, mind you, I drove over there. Now, my aunt lived right around the corner. I drove over there. Um, but I nicely walked my drunk black eye self home and I didn't talk to him for a few months. I was in my bag about it. I was in my bag about it for a few months, but I remember one day I called him and I was like, look, I can't do this. Not talking to you thing. And he was like, I know. Right. I said, so we good. We good. And then we just went on like we usually did. Like nothing happened, you know? Cause like I said, he always had me. Um, so right back at it. So, I can't say I've never had a man that looked out for me who saw the best in me. I knew you were in... Wait, my bad. I gotta start over. The day you left this earth, I felt a part of my life was ripped out. If I knew the night before would have been my last time with you, I would have stayed forever. I wouldn't have complained. I wouldn't have been watching Brazilians yelling at the TV. I would have paid more attention. If I knew by the next morning you would be gone, at least in the physical sense... What a different conversation it would have been. You called me that night when you were at the hospital and I didn't answer. That messed with my mind for a while. I'm thankful we had our time and spent it like we always did. Just me and you. So I can't say I never had a man that looked out for me who saw the best in me. I know you were in my head when I sat at that desk at Lowe's and filled out that application for college. Knowing you talked my head off about how smart I was and how it's not too late for me to go back. I knew you were there when I left your gravesite that night. You got me down the highway safely and into the hands of the local police when I got my DUI, knowing that this was going to be the turn turning point in my life. Always had my back, always saw the greater. Even though you couldn't help me in your earthly body, you made sure to see through all, through all you poured into me in your heavenly body. This Valentine's Day, I can no, no longer say I never had a man who had compassion, sincerity, and love for me. Who didn't look down on me like the others when I was in my mess because he saw something. Yes, there was and is such a man. He stole my heart as a baby and he still has it. I think about him every day. I cherish the memories we have, the good and the bad. Tuesday, in my dream, we were downstairs at Auntie's house. Everyone was gathered there and we were all talking and laughing. Then you appeared. 
You were sitting there on the floor, and you gave me that smile. At first, I just looked at you, and then everyone else was like, do y'all see him? I reached out to Naj and said, do you see Ian? He just looked at me and smiled. You never said a thing. You just sat and smiled at me. I woke up with a renewed strength, a sense of contentment. Seeing you in my dreams eased the tensions and anxiety I was feeling from the night before. You were and are good at that, baby cuz. Thank you for believing in me, for being there for me, for sharing your life with me. You spent 25 years of your life on this earth, and you brought and spoke life into all that were in your presence. When you left, my light dimmed just for a moment, but you made sure to tap on that light and breathe life back into me. You stole my heart, Ian Duane. God shined his light on my life, and I knew you whispered my life's, life's inspirations into his ear. Happy Valentine's Day, Ian. Love you always and forever. So, usually the day before, like yesterday, is the hardest day for me because that's the day that I was with him mostly all day. We sat around and watched Bridezilla's. They had a Bridezilla's marathon. We watched that. We was talking about that. And I think that's why that day is so hard for me because if I knew then what I know now, I would have cherished that moment so much more, you know, I wouldn't have been, you know, I was even yelling at him at one point, like, what's wrong with you? What's going on with you? You know, and I'm just thankful that he chose me. You know, he could have chosen anybody else. He could have called anybody else that day and said, hey, you want to come over here and hang out with me? But he chose me, you know. And we were just so close. And for him to be 13 years younger than me, you would never know by the old soul that he had and how he was there for each and every person in his life. Each and every person in his life, he made an impact on. And I think that's the one thing. I know that's the one thing. I'm not going to talk for other people. I'm going to talk for myself. That's the one thing that I will always um, be thankful for about him. I will always be thankful for that smile. He had a smile that would light up the whole room. The whole room would be like, dang, look at that boy. He had a presence. He just had a presence about him since he was a young kid. And um, what's so crazy is I remember a couple months before he died, a black bird had flew into my house. And I was like going crazy trying to get it out. And it flew in. It was only in there for a couple of minutes and it flew back out, left the back door open. I was scared more birds were going to fly in. But it was just that one black bird. And that black bird flew out. And I remember going right to right to the Google. And I was like, what does this mean, you know, a bird flying in your house? It must mean something. And I swore it said that somebody was going to die. And I was like, well, who in my family is going to die? Like, nobody's sick. No, nothing's going on with anybody. And... Uh, I don't know if that was a premonition. It was just so many premonitions that I, now when I look back, I'm like, dang. But even, he did so much for me when he was here, but I feel like he has done so much more for me since he hasn't been here. He has been my motivation. Other than my children, my motivation, my main motivation for going back to school was because Ian kept pushing me, pushing me, pushing me. Like, you're smart. You went to Hampton. You was National Honor Society in high school. You know, how did he, you know, when I was in high school, this boy was like seven, eight years old. How did he know all this? I don't know. But he knew about his big cousin, you know, and he worried about his big cousin and he loved his big cousin. 
And he looked after me when I didn't look after myself. He even looked after my kids. I know my daughter had told me a story just a couple years ago about when she was 12 years old and um, <clears throat> she was walking somewhere. She was out late. And knowing me, I didn't care because, you know, I was in my drunken, my drug and alcohol state when she was around 12, 13 years old. I was deep into it at that time. And she said she was walking down the street with some friends and she said Ian drove past her in the car and he, she said he came to a screeching halt, jumped out the car, started yelling her name, Najee, Najee. And she just started walking real fast. So he started running after her. So she started running. Well, he caught up to her, and when he caught up to her, he turned her around and psh, smacked in her face and said, you better bring your ass home before I tell your mom. You know your mom wants you out here. Now, mind you, did I know she was out now? Would I have cared that she was out? Probably not. But even in that time, he was looking out for me by looking out for my kids, you know. And she was like, I was so embarrassed, but I was like, you know what? He had my back, regardless of what was going on. He was going to look after those that, that, that were important to me. And that's why he's loved. That's why he's missed. And on this day, I can't help but to just be thankful to God for giving him to us for the time that we had. Best believe he made his presence known on this earth. He made his. He is a force to be reckoned with. There's no man ever that I would say is as strong as my cousin. There's no man ever that I would say is as brave as my cousin. There's no man ever that I can say love me more than my cousin. Hopefully my, my husband, when I get a husband, I'll say those things about him. But for right now, Ian Dwayne holds the um, record. He's, he's first place. So I just wanted to, I want to big him up today. I didn't want to be in no sad, you know, oh, boo-hoo kind of mood. I wanted to really talk about the love I have for him and the love that he definitely had for me. And I hope to see him more in my dreams. I hope that in my dreams we actually have a conversation. He talks to me. But I'm just happy when he shows up and gives me that smile. That's enough for me. Um, so every week I'll be coming on here with just another blog post and I'll be putting in some quips about it and sharing a little bit more of whatever story I'm telling in that blog post. Um, and I hope that you guys, um, catch on. I know I haven't been here. I know I've been a, um, AO, what is it? I've been, I've been absent. I was about to say AOL, but is that what it means? I don't know. Anyway, you know, I've been gone, but I'm trying to get it together. Um, but I want to go in this new direction because I want to try to tie all of my, I have this blog post, I have my YouTube channel, and I have this podcast. And I'm really trying to tie all of them together so that they all work and you can kind of interact between the three. Um, if you like one, you can go on to the other and want to see what's going on over there. And they all connect in some type of way. So please join me again. Join me next week. I hope to be back at all that and then some with Dawana. All right. Thanks, y'all. Bye.